Hey guys, my name is Nora Franch and welcome to the podcast, Grateful Blessed Mess, daily reflections for those in the 12 steps. I am a fellow 12-stepper and certified mindset coach, and I am here to introduce you to the value of mindset coaching in your 12-step journey. So if you feel like you are stuck in the steps, if you're slipping and sliding with your abstinence, mindset coaching may help you as it did me, and you can find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. These episodes are meant to invite you in to consider the truths of 12-step wisdom and to join in the very real struggle of living them in action. I hope that it feels almost like a mini meeting, and I invite you to contribute your own share on the Grateful Blessedness Facebook group to keep the discussion going. My comments are based on my own experience, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. But my hope is to encourage you on your own daily 12-step journey. As they say, you cannot stay clean on yesterday's shower. So without further ado, let's begin. We are reading from Daily Reflections, page 258. It's the reading for September 6th, titled, Removing Threats to Sobriety. And the quote is this, Except when to do so would injure them or others. Alcoholics Anonymous, page 59. Can you tell me what step that is? (laughs) Here we go. Step nine restores in me a feeling of belonging, not only to the human race, but also to the everyday world. First, the step makes me leave the safety of AA so that I may deal with non-AA people out there, on their terms, not mine. It is a frightening but necessary action if I am to get back into life. Second, step nine allows me to remove threats to my sobriety by healing past relationships. Step nine points the way to a more serene sobriety by letting me clear away past wreckage, lest it bring me down. Now, everybody raise your hand who has some past wreckage, (laughs) right? You can all put your hands down because it's all of us. (laughs) And it's not fun, but it is part of working the steps to start to clear it away. And although it's daunting and something we don't want to do every single time, we are happy we did it. Now, I want to comment on a few things here. Um, To rejoin the human race in the everyday world. So there is a safety that we feel in the rooms, in AA, in OA, in SA, in NA, in GA, whatever it is. There is a safety that we feel because we, we didn't want to come in, we, but we did. And once we were there, we realized how seen and understood and loved we were. And there's a huge amount of safety there, of security. And to think of going back out into the world, you're like, no, <laughs> that's what landed me in here. Um, but it's part, it's part of the process. We are not meant to find the rooms to stay in the rooms. We are meant to, you know, go in and out and in and out because we go to a meeting, we go back out to the world. We go to a meeting, we go back to our families. We go to a meeting, we go back to work. We can't live, we can't be in the, in physically in the rooms all the time. We have to engage with the real world and that's where the rubber hits the road, especially in relationships. Step nine here talks about healing past relationships. And, you know, the expectation is to heal your side of it. You know, we can't control other people. And I want to point that out. They say here that we have to meet them on their terms, not mine. And I want to give you a little more ownership there than this gives you. You are meeting them on your terms. It was your decision 
to meet them. It's your decision to do the steps, to do step nine, and to make amends to that person. Now, it is none of your business and completely out of your control whether or not they accept it, whether or not it is ultimately a pleasant experience, whether or not there is healing on both sides. But you do have your own healing just from showing up and owning your part and having your own emotional responsibility in this situation. And I think that's something that I continually need to grow in. I think of my first amends, and um, I think I was just so uncomfortable. I just wanted to check the box and like get it over with and move on. And it was also really illuminating that um, this, except the quote, except when to do so would injure them or others. The things that my sponsor told me, do not do that. Do not go to that person. You are not in their life anymore. It is none of your business to go back in their life. Um, that was really interesting. And so it's you know, imperative, I think, to do step nine with your sponsor, as the book suggests, because we don't always have the right perspective on certain things and our part. Plus, it is helpful to have someone else make that decision. And then you're exercising your own trust in following through on that decision instead of, you know, just winging it and going on your own. Um, so back to the relationship thing and on their terms, not yours. We're, the whole part of like the formation, like the emotional formation, I think, in the 12 steps is basically the serenity prayer. It's staying on your side of the street. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Those are things that happen outside of myself. Those are things that happen to, to with other people. Those are their own thoughts and actions and beliefs and feelings. I can only control my own thoughts and emotions and actions. Okay, so that's God grant me the strength to accept the things I cannot change is them. I cannot control how they're going to respond to my amends. The courage to change the things I can. That I can first off choose to make the amends, but I can also do my own thought work to be in a good place to allow them to accept or reject my amends and to not have bitterness or resentment toward them afterwards and to free them of any expectation beforehand. And that's something that I didn't know how to do the first and second times that I went through my ninth step. And I think that's, it's, it's incredibly freeing now knowing how to do that, that work ahead of time. Um, because of the coaching piece that I've added to my program, I know how to do that. And it is, it just takes, it takes it to the next level. And I, I said before, I don't think everyone maybe needs coaching to be able to get to that place. I did. I didn't. It was so helpful. And then relationships are the hardest part of program. You know, that that is where the inside meets the outside a lot of the time. And it's the hardest place to work our program and is probably where the most wounds have occurred that led you to your disease, your, to engage so hard, to become addicted, to become an addict. And so go slow if you need to. There's no right or wrong way to do this. The only wrong way is not to do it, right? And you've heard that said before, perhaps. But the other part is that I encourage you is just to work with your sponsor on it. Because this part, except when to do so, would injure them or others. We don't have an accurate perception of that a lot of the time. Often I think we can try to use that as an out. Like, oh, no, I shouldn't do that. That could probably just stir the pot. Or 
we think we should, but it's underneath this guise of like, I want to be seen by this person as like better than I was then or something. And um, that's not right either. And perhaps, you know, they have their own lives and have moved on and it's not proper for you to insert yourself back in it. Um, yeah, so this was a little bit of a of a wavy kind of share. I feel like I'm a little bit all over the place and I hope I made sense. Um, if people want to share their own 12-step stories of, or of step nine, if people want to go in the group, the Facebook group, um, and share, I think that would be fun. Maybe not ones that are painful because that's really vulnerable. That That's not something meant to be just like, you know, paraded around unless you would like some encouragement. That absolutely is okay. But um, I was going to share a funny one of mine, but I think this has gone on long enough. So perhaps this will give you a little incentive. If we have, you know, let's just say five people go on and share a step nine story, I will go on and share my funny step nine story as well. So with that, I pass. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. But more than that, it's important to me to give listeners like yourself a place where you do not need to feel alone on your 12-step journey. And for that reason, I've created a Facebook group. It's called Grateful Blessed Mess. And it's a place where listeners can go to add their own commentary on the share for the day in addition to my own. And for us just to have a conversation or start a back and forth where people can find support in their 12-step journey. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. If you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes.